1: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it.
1: Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Mark. Walters. And here we go, Armed American Radio's
0: Daily Defense, the Tuesday edition. I know that because it's the day before garbage day. Welcome in to AAR Ranch Sig Sauer Studios here on the Daniel Defense Platinum and Powerful Microphone. It's all being brought to you. Today and every day by the great X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas, my partner and brother from another mother over there. How you doing today?
2: Uh, not too bad. It's Taco uh, Tuesday, so I'm doing much it, better.
0: It is Taco Tuesday. Thanks for reminding me of that. And if you would, remind listeners where they can get involved, because we don't have the video up, but where they can participate in the chat. It's been quite active lately.
2: Yeah, sure. If you want to join that live chat group while we are live on the air, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations.
0: And that'll put you in, and we monitor that while we are live on the air. We get a good one in there, and we may very well read it, and you out loud on the airwaves. We appreciate your participation. Let's go out to beautiful Bellevue, Washington. Dave Workman over at the Citizens Committee for Right to Keep and Bear Arms and uh, sharing office space over there in the, in the same building with the Second Amendment Foundation. Brother Dave, my mom's favorite guest. How are you, my friend?
3: Well, I'm just peachy. <laughs> He's just... Getting
0: older by the minute, aren't we? Hey, Dave? I'm afraid so, yeah. The New Mexico governor story, brother, is, is evolving by the minute. And I, I, I knew it. it would. I knew it was going to do that because of the nature of what she did. I made well, a statement. It, Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: It it has given me an opportunity to write about something that is literally incendiary. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where... Uh, you you might want to uh, walk up to a, a politician and say, "Hey, can you do something stupid today?" And they'll say, "Hey, watch this."
1: <laughs> she did it, didn't she? Oh, Utterly incredible.
0: Man. I, ladies and gentlemen, I I've said on the airwaves over the last few days that personally I believe this is, and I'm I'm not discounting the three support, Supreme Court victories, of course, 08 Heller, two thousand ten McDonald, and twenty twenty uh, two the Bruin decision. Those are the three biggest stories in our lifetimes relative to the Second Amendment, no doubt. But this here ranks right up there with it for a lot of different reasons. And we're beginning to watch that develop. Dave, I I know that's a bold statement, but I believe this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest outside those court cases, Second Amendment story that I think I've ever covered in nearly 20 years for a lot of different reasons, which we'll discuss with you today. Am I out of whack with that?
3: no i actually, I don't think so uh you know I'm gonna play the the journalist, which I really am uh uh for the next hour or so and i'll I'll just say this uh, going into our discussion uh what Governor Lujan Grisham has done is so phenomenally beyond the the boundaries of good sense that even people in her own party are scrambling to distance themselves from her. And I think the reason for that is because everybody with uh, any functional gray matter is looking at, at what she did by literally suspending the Second Amendment in Albuquerque and surrounding Bernalillo counties that, uh, she has done something that cannot be done. She has um, literally countermanded the United States Constitution, and, and everybody is telling her, hey, you can't do that. You do not have the authority to do that. And, of course, she's, uh, she's trying to crank this back a little by uh, at least telling one reporter, hey, wait a minute, you know, I do have the authority to, to take care of Uh, uh, state laws and state properties, but that's not what she did originally, and she knows that's not what she did. Uh, This is going to be the the biggest egg on your face uh, for the governor and maybe her party in New Mexico that we'll see for a very, very long time.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And it goes beyond that, too, in the sense that the gun control movement itself their movement and i have, obviously i haven't spoken to anybody at every town for gun safety or mom's demand action which is a silly name too by the way when you think about it or you know the likes of of Brady's or whoever else you want to pick or any of the any of the bloomberg paid fundies over there but when you've got somebody like david Hogg himself saying you know this is is beyond what she has the authority to do Now, we know he's a self-serving grifter. He does these things for his own reasons. But nonetheless, again, I gave credit where it was due when I said, hey, at least he said it. But this has the ability, I believe, to wipe out the gun control movement if the Republicans play their, their cards correctly. We've got a sheriff out there, John Allen, who made it very clear, I am not going to enforce this. This is a violation of constitutional rights. He didn't say guns aren't the problem. He didn't have to. He said crime is the problem. And by impacting law-abiding citizens, you're not impacting crime. This will do nothing. That shuts down the gun control debate in total, doesn't it?
3: Well, I don't know if it does, but it certainly shuts it down for the next uh, several days, if not weeks, in in the state of New Mexico. Uh, she really got way too far out in the weeds with this. And and uh, as I mentioned a minute ago, her own party recognizes this, and I think the gun control movement uh, also recognizes this. Because what this does, it it lays absolutely bare without even a fig leaf to cover up something the the ultimate intention and the goal of the gun prohibition movement uh if they can figure out a way to suspend the second amendment and and even the the state constitutional provision in New Mexico on the right to keep and bear arms uh, that's really the end game that they're looking for. And it's also uh, probably the, the death knell for the gun control moving on a national scale, because the public isn't going to stand for that stuff. Uh, and I think it's pretty well established that once the left... Is able to trample on the Second Amendment. There's nothing stopping the left from trampling on the First Amendment. And we've already seen this sort of thing, kind of manifesting itself uh, over the last two or three years, where you know uh, the uh, the rights of uh, people to practice religion, or, or, or you know, they, if they disagree on uh, things like abortion or or uh, you know, border security, uh, this is the kind of thing that the left really wants to stomp down and now all of a sudden the governor of new mexico has thrown the door wide open and uh, for everybody to see just how far uh, some of these people on the far left are willing to go to enforce their uh, ideas and ideals uh when it comes to you know social policies and and gun control is a social policy it's a social issue
0: wow so much meat in there you just gave us the hour with that we're going to we're going to break that down i know in about another minute we're going to take a break let me read the constitution of the united states new mexico article the oath of officer here's what it reads Every person elected or appointed to any office shall, before entering upon his duties, take and subscribe to an oath or affirmation that he will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution and laws of this state, and that he will faithfully and impartially discharge the duties of his office to the best of his ability. Now, I'm surprised that the wacky left hasn't changed the his to something else at this point. Probably will at some point, because that's what they do. But nonetheless, the... The Constitution of New Mexico is very clear on the governor's oath and the oath of anybody else in the state taking that oath, is it
3: not? Yeah, I, and I, I like to use a term here. We'll probably wrap the, this segment up. There's no wiggle room in there as far as I can see. Uh, you take the oath. You swear an oath when you when you uh, take office. And what Luhan Grisham said the other day just a astonished me. She said she doesn't think that the Second Amendment or her oath of office is really absolute. And I slapped myself in the head. And I said, "Oh God, she didn't really say that, did she?" And you boom! It's right there in print. Somebody quoted her and and, and had the stones to quote her accurately. Uh, you know, that in itself might be an impeachable offense. I don't know.
0: Well, we're going to find out because that movement is underway in New Mexico. As we speak, we've got a lot of questions for Dave coming up. And in the second hour of the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen, only because I don't have time now, it's a 14 minute clip. I'm going to play the entire Sheriff John Allen press conference clip in its entirety. You're going to love it. It speaks volumes. We'll be back. Dave Workman right after this. Don't go away. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute.
6: Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense Freedom, Passion, Precision.
0: Daniel Defense is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. DanielDefense.com. Get on their email list, support them, and support the Double D Foundation.org as well. Back in the Six Hour Studios here at AAR Ranch, Mark Walters with you on. And the, the Daniel Defense microphone. Gotta love that for this hour of the program. It's all brought to you. By the great X insurance. Make sure to check out all of our partners at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Dave, lots to cover with you. A couple of things. I was writing notes down when I was listening to you in the previous segment and you said members of her own party. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the New Mexico governor and the p- incredible statements that she has made regarding the Second Amendment and the admission that criminals will not follow her new edict. It's just incredible what she's done and double and triple down. Quadruple down. And Dave, you mentioned that members of her own party are scrambling to excuse me, to distance themselves from her and her action. Let's talk a little bit about the silence of the party leaders in Washington on this. Let's talk about the silence of both the House and Senate members of the party leadership now too, like a Pelosi or like a Hakeem Jeffries or like a Chuck Schumer. Who is not chiming in here at all, and let's talk then segue over to the silence of the every town for gun safeties and mom's demand action, et cetera. let's start with politicians. Their silence for the most part is deafening, is it not
3: yeah I, and I think they're in a really uncomfortable position right now because of uh, of the governor's uh declaration um She uh, has really opened the door for um, a a big big problem uh, because now uh, you know it's indefensible what what she has said and yeah that's really uh, the the bottom line here it is indefensible what she said now you write that down and underline it because uh you you you're pegging this right uh everybody on on the gun control side of the situation is uh really quiet on this they don't want to say a thing. Uh, because she has really uh, literally exposed the ultimate goal of a lot of these gun prohibitionists. They they want to figure out a way to suspend the Second Amendment. Now they can't do that legally, and they can't do that constitutionally. They may think they can, uh, but I was reading on one of the social mediums. It might have been Twitter or X or whatever the hell they call it now, uh, where some attorney chimed in and he said, "Now." wait a minute, in an emergency, a public official, uh, like a governor, can suspend constitutional rights. And I'm thinking, what the hell you say? I'm sorry. Uh, Court cases already, including way back after uh, Hurricane Katrina, when the Second Amendment Foundation and the National Rifle Association teamed up and filed a federal lawsuit down in Louisiana over the the attempts to to confiscate guns. And actually, they did confiscate guns from private citizens following uh, Katrina and and we went to court and we shut them down. And, and the judge said, hey, wait a minute, you guys can't do this. Even an earthquake or a, some kind of a natural disaster, the Constitution doesn't take a day off. Sorry. And, uh, you know, I, I think people forget that sort of thing, uh, you know, whether they're an attorney or a judge or, in this case, a governor. Uh, the Constitution... It may be the one constant in the United States. It does not go home Friday night, and then come back to work on Monday morning. The Constitution is always there. Your rights are protected by the Constitution, and woe we'll be unto anybody who tries to stomp on them. Uh, you know, there's a term for that, deprivation of rights under color of law.
0: That's mm, a crime. Talked about it yesterday. Talked about it yesterday. Interesting points. Yeah. And it is a good reminder, ladies and gentlemen, Dave is talking about, you've likely seen the very famous news footage, from Katrina in 05, I believe Katrina was 05, I think.
3: Uh, of, you're right, right, right in there, yeah. 05,
0: when Governor Negan yeah. was sending the uh, National Guard out and literally stealing people's firearms, pushing them against, well, we remember the famous footage of the 80-plus-year-old woman being shoved against the wall and having her revolver taken from her. At the time, she needed it more than she's ever needed it before in her life. It was the Second Amendment Foundation that led... The lawsuits and the charge that the NRA came behind and put a stop to that. That was Gottlieb and the foundation that did that. And that's the importance of the mm-hmm. Second Amendment Foundation now. The, so, you know, y- you mentioned that the reaction of the Democrats now, and, and subsequent to that, you mentioned something along the lines of, and I'm trying to find the note here, uh, that, this was, that this scrambles gun control nationwide. Mm-hmm. Now, I did write down the word indefensible. I have it right here. And I'm going to keep that there, because if, in fact, what she did is indefensible, doesn't that make the entire gun control, quote-unquote, debate indefensible at this point going forward? And a follow-up to that, did she say the quiet part out loud? And that's why they're being silent?
3: No, I, I, I tell you, uh, you know, looking at this from thirty to forty years of experience the gun control debate, whether you and I think so, uh, is not going to be indefensible. There's always going to be some argument from the other side that will make some sense. For example, you know, people come to me, and I've had people argue just right in my face that you know the Second Amendment is absolute. You know, you can't uh, do this, or your gun laws are all uh, unconstitutional. And I say, hey, wait a minute. You can't take a gun out and start shooting out traffic lights. You can't take a gun out and start cranking off rounds in the neighborhood at 3 a.m. And and you know they'll say you well, can that's, that's a different. I say hey, man, I got a news flash for you. That's a gun control law, whether you like it or not. And and yeah, I'm sure that you've had the same conversation with with some of the same people. Of course. That, and no, that's really not a good idea, cranking off rounds. I was at a New Year's Eve party one night. When some bonehead yanked out a thirty eight snubby, and although it was loaded with blanks, he cranked off five shots into the ground, about ten feet from where I was standing, and it took all of my self control not to wring his neck. Yeah. I mean, that guy was just that was stupid, just stupid. But uh, you know, bouncing from that, let's let's talk about the kind of gun control that we are all certain that is indefensible and All right now right oh, up front, stop right there
0: stop boom. right there because he just it's a yeah. perfect place to stop when we come back okay. the kind of gun control that is indefensible is where we're going to go when we come back with the great dave workman out there in bellevue washington and regarding second amendment foundation i want to get this in with dave as well second amendment foundation in fact has now filed suit and dave has a headline out uh, that uh, the new mexico governor is now swimming in lawsuits and we're going to talk a little bit about that as well and also giving dave a heads up the reaction to this I, I don't like to use the word pushback but the reaction of every law-abiding american not just in new mexico but across the country and the actual news that this is getting what is what are the democrats seeing and what do they think about that we'll be back lots of questions left for dave two more segments to go The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back, indeed. Mark Walters at AAR Ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios here on the Daniel Defense Mic. It's all brought to you by X-Insurance. We're going to continue the conversation now with Dave Workman. Dave, pick up right where you left off, please. The mic is yours. The floor is yours.
3: Well... Uh I think it really is important to remember that uh, we all have rights. And the rights that we're talking about, the kind of thing that that people probably zero in on when they say we have an absolute right under the Second Amendment is, yeah, we have a right to keep and bear arms. We can't do that promiscuously. We can't run around you know, threatening people and doing stupid stuff. But we have a right to keep and bear arms. We have a right to defend ourselves, whether we're in our homes or out in a, a public place. The courts have already said that. And these are the rights that, that we, uh, I think, universally in the firearms community anyway, we stand shoulder to shoulder with all the other gun owners we may have a little disagreements a little squabbles here and there but when it comes down to the right we're all on the same side on this we have a right the the other side is trying to erode that right and they'll they'll use just you know really Stupid stuff. But blame us and penalize honest gun owners for crimes we didn't commit, and, and, and all the all the stuff that goes along with that. Uh, and, and every time somebody misbehaves with a firearm, they try to penalize all of us for that. Those are the kinds of rights that you got to stick up for because uh, you know our colleagues in the media aren't going to be sticking up for that uh you can bet that city councils around the country aren't going to be sticking up for those rights we've got certain members of congress who aren't sticking up for those rights and so so the job falls on us and and we own that fight and that's why i think it's important uh, what the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms said today in a, in a public statement that got released to the press really early this morning, this is a reason for everybody in New Mexico, especially gun owners, you need to be sure you're registered to vote at your current address, and then you need to vote to prevent people from uh, who have goofy ideas like this from ever getting elected yeah and
0: now let's take that because that's a good place to go to the to the gun control that you were talking about. that's indefensible, because what it, let me let me say, and ladies and gentlemen, as I said, in the next hour, I'm going to play the entire press conference, and you will hear the sheriff shut it down before it's even asked. And what I mean by that will become evident to you when you see it. But that was I'm referring to gun- the gun control question. No one even dared ask him about it. That's how effective his his 14-minute press conference, in fact, was. So you said that they're not going to stop with the gun control movement, et cetera. Some gun control is out there. It's, we know that. It's going to stay. We're going to continue to fight it, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. But they're continuing to push that indefensible gun control that you were referring to. What indefensible right. gun control are they going to continue to move on in the wake of this? Uh, because there's... Everything that she said in her own statement, by the way, Dave, and I'll read it after your answer and we'll kind of break it down a little bit, has already failed. So what more is she looking for? What else do they want?
3: Well, I think we can see uh, the writing on the wall. Uh, And while uh, some uh, people may argue that this is actually defensible where you require training, for example, uh, in order to get a, a permit to purchase a gun the training requirement uh might somehow be defensible i don't personally believe that but uh, i i think that's what they call an infringement uh there are uh mandates for uh, 10-day waiting periods what's going to stop them from extending that to 30 days they're already uh, trying I know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it started off with three-day waiting periods, and now we're up to 10-day waiting periods. And you, you simply have to stop and grab one of these people and say, well, wait a minute, where are you going with this anyway? You want a, You want an indefinite waiting period in order for me to exercise a constitutionally enumerated Right is is that where we're going with this? Of course, they they won't answer. I mean, because they, they, there's there is really no defensible answer to that. Uh, those are the indefensible laws that they'll try to defend, but it's all word salad uh, from that point forward. None of it will make really good sense. After Uh, this, in particular, is where I'm going with this. absolutely. After After
0: this, this, it's going to be very, very hard (laughs) for them to defend exactly what you're talking about. Let's take a listen to part of what she said. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a response, and I'm going to read it to you, but this is a response from the governor responding to the 14-minute clip we're going to play in the next hour between two segments. She said, this is an administration that has treated the gun violence epidemic as the crisis that it is. We've passed common-sense gun legislation, so let me stop right there. Apparently it hasn't worked because you've decided to suspend the constitutional right of law-abiding citizens to carry guns. She said, we've passed common-sense gun legislation. Hasn't worked, including red flag laws. Haven't worked. Domestic violence protections. Haven't worked ban on straw purchases hasn't worked safe storage laws hasn't worked dedicated hundreds of millions of dollars dave i could go on but i'll stop there she's telling you everything they've done that they've begged for it's all failed it's not enough and she has suspended the second amendment that's the tale of the tape here isn't it
3: yeah it really is uh... uh... and uh... Um, i i think you're warm if you're not nuclear white hot on this Governor Grisham has literally admitted that gun control as a social policy is an abject failure. It has exactly. been a dismal failure. Gun control doesn't work. And I think even in one of her interviews, somebody asked her if, if uh, she thought the, the bad guys would comply, and she said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, at that point, uh, common sense would have to prevail and I'm, I'm certainly hoping it does down in new mexico where, where common sense would say well now wait a minute governor if you're saying that all of your laws haven't worked that they haven't stopped the violence in albuquerque and in berlio county if you're saying that the only thing left is to suspend the second amendment you are talking about destroying the cornerstone of the Bill of Rights and you know where do you think you're gonna go with this uh, that's the kind of question that I don't think the media has had the the Hmm. backbone to ask any public official, where do you want to go with this? You know, I'm constantly harping about uh, the Seattle news media not challenging some of these gun control people up here who have passed these these just extremist uh, gun restrictions which are only obeyed by law-abiding citizens, as you and I both know. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the criminals uh, don't abide by, the criminals ignore these laws. And I'm pretty sure the criminal mindset in Seattle is pretty much the same as it is in Albuquerque. Uh, the bad guys don't really give a rip. Uh, you go ahead and pass all the laws you want to. I'm going to go out and get a gun because I'm going to steal it. I'm going to get it from somebody else who stole it. A big deal. I'm not going to go through a background check. Uh, you know, pound sand, lady. Uh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I think when we started the program here, and you pretty much said it, uh, this could be the the end game the, uh, uh, where, where people start saying you know what gun control really does suck as an idea it, it doesn't hasn't work we need to do something else
0: <laughs> the woman who wants to believe she can suspend the second amendment admitted as much when she said no the criminals won't stop carrying their guns yeah, this is the, they're in a real quandary. I'm sure the the Democrats aren't happy. We'll be right back. One more segment with Dave.
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit danieldefense.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. Armed American Radio Ranch, six hour studios
0: lit up. Daniel Defense microphone, Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in front of this microphone today. All of it brought to you by the great X Insurance. X Insurance has you covered, whether it's business, personal, whether it's your toys. Whether it's your firearms, it's your lifestyle, whatever activity you are in, X insurance will talk to you about a policy. You need true umbrella policy, your homeowners doesn't cover your firearms that are worth more than the homeowners policy, I'm in that situation, X insurance has you covered. Your freedom at stake, X insurance has you covered. Self-defense cover. X insurance has you covered. Oh, while you're at it, need your ATVs covered? By the way, you jump out of airplanes on the weekends, they cover you. Fly the airplanes people jump out of, they cover you. You get the idea. X-Insurance is the real deal. Biggest in the world at doing what they do. And there's a reason for that. They're very, very good at it. Make sure to check them out. Xinsurance.com. And all of our other partners. Heaven's Harvest Food, Defender Coffee, North American Arms. We just talked with Jessica Jarvis last week. We'll talk about our other partners, including Cutting Edge Firewood, throughout the rest of the remainder of this broadcast. Let's go back to our final segment with Dave Workman. Dave, let's talk a little bit about pushback now. The... The gun control movement is in big trouble, I think, if this is played. Obviously, we're going to play this up. But it has to be played up in other circles. It has to be played up in Washington, D.C. It has to be played up by Republicans in New Mexico. It has to be played up by Republicans in California, New Jersey. You're listening in, in Jersey now. You Republicans in New Jersey have got to you take advantage of what's happening in New Mexico right now. Trust me, the other side would be if it were flipped. Same thing in New York, et cetera. But the pushback on this has been immense. You've got ABC, NBC, so we can CBS, MS, and CNN, LOL, all covering this. Now, they're doing something unique. They're doing what you said, Dave. They're not asking for Democrats' response to this. They're simply reporting what's going on. And I have to say, some of the reporting I saw was straight up reporting because they've kept their opinions out of it because it's really hard to argue their opinions in the face of, what the governor admitted and what the sheriff and the D.A., who was also a Democrat, told her they weren't going to do. So this is not aging yeah. well. What's This pushback is huge. Are we going to be able to take advantage of that nationwide?
3: Well, hopefully. Uh, and I can I can only say hopefully because it's the honest I, I, and a lot of okay well people are going to consider this blasphemy but I, the Republican Party is notorious for snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Yes, uh, it just. Uh, uh, they, they've got uh, – a lot of the Republicans naturally have their eye right now on impeaching President Biden because it's fairly clear to them anyway that he has been uh, leading a, uh, a crime family. You know, that's that's an argument for Fox News or something. But uh, this, this situation in New Mexico, I think, can be uh, used – uh, not uh, because it's it's something that you know, we that was fabricated that we could use. I mean it happens to be true right She is on record as saying this stuff i've got a copy of her uh pronouncement from the other day where she says, "Hey, you know you can't carry in Burlingo county or in in uh, Albuquerque." Now, you and I didn't make her write that stuff. She did that, and that that I think is is the launch pad for you know, smart people politically smart people to, to uh, just go around the country and say, "Hey, look, you know this woman is a dyed in the wool Democrat. she represents today's democratic party." left-leaning, uh, anti-gun, uh, just, you know, sprinkle it with whatever seasoning you want to. But uh, she is an example of what the Democrats want to do with the Second Amendment, which is suspended. And I think uh, a, a good, credible argument can be made that, uh, really, uh, even if if other Democrats are running away from that or or just d- developing logjaw, uh, this really is what a lot of would really like to do. You look at sure, any municipality around the country; they want to do away with. Uh, laws so they can recreate their own uh, gun control laws, which and would be that every mayor. Yeah. Hey, we're going to suspend Go uh, the Second Amendment here in Minneapolis. We're going to do that in New York. And bingo. Then you've got a, a credible argument, I think, that you can work on for the next several months going into 2024. Republicans, uh, are you listening? Yeah, hey, Republicans, wake up. And I want the Republicans to remember this phrase and remember where you got it. The United States is a republic, but it's not a banana republic.
0: Dave, the consensus on the Sunday roundtable was that this was a trial balloon. That because Democrats, you know, any politician, they, they look at internal polling. They do this. And maybe she just shot off up to the, at the hip on this one. I'm not, I don't know. But the consensus on the roundtable was the feeling was that this was a trial balloon, that she conferred with other Democrats before she did this. Do you believe this was a trial balloon, much like what we saw with COVID? Because this has COVID. This has the stench of COVID in it. I got away with putting people in masks. I can do this too.
3: I don't believe it was a, preconceived trial balloon but i do believe this it has become a trial balloon oh thank Trust me, there you there is there is not a democrat on this planet who isn't watching what's going on down there
0: well you better believe that well said I, I like that because that i think that's the best analysis we've heard regarding that uh, that topic I, i'm kind of with you on that i don't believe that she conferred with the, with the white house i mean we asked the question here did she could she have maybe we could be wrong I don't believe she did. I don't believe she talked to Chuck Schumer. I don't believe she talked to Hakeem Jeffries or the D. Maybe she spoke to the DNC and you know leadership in New Mexico. Maybe. Maybe it's a small trial balloon. But boy, it, it sure has become that trial balloon, hasn't it? I, I think the Democrats across the country, if Republicans, if you're smart, every one of your ads when it comes to your Second Amendment spots, is going to be the reporter asking this governor if she really believes that criminals are going to suspend their criminal activity and stop carrying guns and committing crime during her 30-day moratorium. And she responded, ah, uh, no. That's your ad. Run with it, Dave. Take it away for the, until you hear the music.
3: Exactly. And, you know, I want all of, all of Mark's listeners to remember a couple of things. First, this is the United States. It's not a police state. And when somebody says we're going to suspend the Second Amendment, that's more than just a warning sign there's a problem. They have fired a shot across your bow. What do you do next? Yeah, and
0: that Dave, thank you for that, because that's the question I asked as the as the theme of Sunday's broadcast and really going forward with this discussion as we continue to have it. And that is, what is your line in the sand, listener? We're seeing what's happening in New Mexico. There are armed rallies. In Albuquerque, right now, which is exactly what has to happen. We're going to defy you. Alan Gottlieb himself said, if I lived in New Mexico, I would carry my gun. Period.
4: There That's you coming go. from
0: Mr. Gottlieb. You've, these are things you've got to draw that line in the sand. Dave Workman, great segments today. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I appreciate it. I know my mom enjoyed the show. And uh, <laughs> I'll be seeing you in nine days. Uh, out in Phoenix, Arizona. Looking forward to that. The Gun Rights Policy Conference, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Come out and meet Dave as well. Yeah. Dave will be there yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, Saturday, and uh, Sunday.
3: It's funny we can't move it to Albuquerque. <laughs> Boy, wouldn't
0: that be fun to do? I well, wish we had the time oh, to do yeah. it. Dave Workman, thank you, brother, for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, hour two. We're going to play Sheriff Allen's entire 14-minute clip, and then I'm going to read you the governor's response to his 14-minute press conference. You're going to find it fascinating. We'll be back in six minutes after.
1: You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. micro Micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're gonna be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike
0: supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit mypillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts.
7: Or call 80-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR.